Hello, and welcome to For the Love of the Games. I am your host, Chris Dennis Myers, and today is August 2nd. I do have a Simone Biles update. We'll go over very briefly what happened in primetime last night, what goes on overnight tonight, and as always, spoilers at the end. I'm going to try to fly through this. Today has been a very hectic day, but there is kind of a lot of news today, so I don't want to not record. The most important thing is that first thing, Simone Biles, she is on the start list for the beam final tonight. That takes place at 4 a.m. Eastern. So just a few short hours from now, even as I record this, if you're listening, it is very likely that it has already happened. So check out tomorrow's episode for how she did I'm very looking forward to this. I am actually going to get up and watch it. It's the only event final that I will get up and watch, but got to see this. I'm really excited for her. I'm especially excited because I know that she wouldn't do it if she didn't feel safe. So I can sort of not have complicated excitement. I just have excitement about it. So this is a good day. Suni Lee also qualified for that event final. So she should be there as well. Big news, big news coming out of Tokyo. I do briefly want to talk about the 30 to 50 second touch. Nastia Lukin actually mentioned this last night at the, I think it was the bars final that she brought it up. So it wasn't last night. It was the night before, but it was on prime time last night. It's very, Tokyo is throwing me for a loop with time zones. But basically what that is, if you go to any gymnastics meet for the all around, Right after they rotate to the next apparatus, each gymnast is given 30 seconds on the apparatus to just one last time. So like on vault, that's one last practice vault on bars. It's a couple swings. You can maybe practice one or two moves that have been giving you some trouble. And on beam, just kind of work out those jitters a little bit. It's a tiny, tiny warm up, and everybody just gets a minute or not even a minute. There's a lot of things about it that are important. The first, especially on an apparatus like vault, you can practice your vault, but you can do like a rollout. So that's when you don't stick it intentionally. You land with soft knees and then do a somersault out of it. And that protects your knees, but you can just get the sense of the the vault in the air. It's really important. And Like I said, anytime there's an all around, so in your team final, your event final, your, or not event final, your team final, (laughs) your qualifying and in the all around, you get that 30 second touch as right before you go on the apparatus for whatever reason, they don't do that for event finals. So you show up to compete and you just don't have that. 30 second touch. You don't get one last attempt at a vault before the competition actually starts. And it's really dangerous. And I don't know why they've just never done it. Basically, if you ask anyone who has ever been a gymnast, they will tell you that this is super unsafe and there's no reason. I mean, it's literally, even if you give a full minute for each gymnast, that's eight minutes in an event final. So they really do need to change that and just haven't for, for no reason. I am glad NBC mentioned it, but I, they didn't really explain it. So I thought I would do that here. 
The other big story that was on primetime last night was um, in the high jump cutters, Muda Essa Barshim and Italy's Gianmarco Tamberi finished in a tie and they were asked if they wanted to do a jump off basically to, to determine who would get the gold versus silver. And instead they decided to finish in the tie and, and then they were hugging and <laughs> it was cute to see them celebrate that moment together. There was another gorgeous Taylor Swift video montage for the U S women's national team. It was, I, I loved it because it was not just about, it, she said something like what they do on the, on the field matters, but what they do outside out, off the field matters more. And it was really sweet and, and cute. And I just kept thinking about the fact that Alex Morgan brought her baby girl to Tokyo after fighting to have her there. And it was I don't know. You know, the Taylor Swift montage is always going to get me, but loved that. Um, Raven Saunders won silver and they in the shot put, and they did not show this on primetime, which is not altogether surprising, but she did raise an X over her head in protest on the podium. The IOC has allowed some forms of protest in Tokyo, but not on the medal stand. And they said they would sanction any athletes that did that. There's no word on if she's going to be sanctioned. They did not create a list of what would happen to you if you did it. So it was pretty risky. You know, I don't believe she'll be stripped of her medal, but that is a possibility because they didn't say what would happen if you did that. So we'll wait and see. And hopefully they just pretend it didn't happen by not putting it on TV. Like that's the best possible outcome, but it's just very strange that they didn't say anything. I, I, you know, like I'm just, again, waiting for what the fallout's going to be. She is black, queer, and suffers from depression. She said, the X is the intersection of where all people who are oppressed meet. So good for her. I mean, again, just totally gutsy to, to do that and not know what the consequences will be. And as of right now, no consequences have been dealt, but I don't trust the IOC. Overnight tonight in gymnastics, the men's parallel bars and high bar finals are Sam McCulloch is competing in the parallel bars and Brody Malone is going to be competing on high bar. I wanted to read this Instagram post from Sam you know, as we talk about mental health, Sam is one that has been very open about the struggles that he has faced as an athlete. Tomorrow is my final routine at the Olympic games. I find myself dwelling on expectations. I want to feel like confronting my mental health struggles will be rewarded. I fear that not getting a medal will lead to more difficult times. Then I meditated and journaled. Once I read it out loud, I actually laughed. The lesson I've learned is that in overcoming hardship, the growth you feel on the other side is equally as joyous as the difficulty of the hardship. Happiness is the reward for taking care of your mental health, not a medal. I would have set myself up for failure if I didn't take the time to listen to my emotions. I let fear in only to bring out excitement. I've gained so much wisdom for life through gymnastics to help me see the bigger picture. Win or lose, I can appreciate every outcome with gratitude and positivity. I do hope he gets a medal just because I love him and I feel like he has fought so hard in his life 
And, you know, like you said, there's not a medal for mental health or for like going to therapy. Maybe there should be, but as an ambassador of the sport, I don't think you could do much better than Sam McCulloch. And I am just really proud of him for acknowledging that there is difficulty in setting yourself up to compete at the Olympics, one of the best in the world, and then still not taking home a medal, even though making it to the Olympics is such a dream and he's done it more than once now. And, you know, he's, he's, he is an incredible athlete. Is he a medal contender in this event? Probably not. It's hard because I feel like in order for him to get a medal, someone else needs to fall. And I don't wish that on anyone in that sport for really for the same reason, but I do just love Sam and props to him. Also in gymnastics, obviously that balance beam final <laughs> Simone Biles is back and Suni Lee, who is also very much a medal contender. Simone Biles actually did not qualify super high. I want to say she qualified seventh and they take the top eight. What I will say about that is that she was already starting to struggle So that is not indicative of how well she can do on that event, but it will be interesting to see just how back she is. But I, I think she, I'm just glad that she's doing this for her and, you know, metal or no metal. I just, I'm excited that she's back out there. She did place third in Rio because she put her hands on the bar or on the beam, but she was still so her difficulty was so much higher than the other gymnasts that she was still a medalist for that men's basketball's team, uh, somehow made it out of the pools and is into the quarterfinal round versus Spain. (laughs) They've been plagued with problems, but have one. And they did win in the pools by quite a bit over a couple different teams in beach volleyball. Ross Kleiman will play the German team of Ludwig and Kozic. That starts at 8 p.m. tonight, so I think that will likely be shown in prime time, at least in part. I would think at least part of the second set, if it looks like they're going to go O and or go two and O, and then if they win one, lose one in the first two sets, then they'll show the full third set. The men's three meter dive final is tonight. Artistic swimming synchro uh, <laughs> duet technical swim is tonight. The U S placed 13th after the preliminary swim. So they are still in that. I couldn't see that there was a cut. So I think they just continue. I was kind of surprised that there wasn't a cut after that. The equestrian jumping individual qualifier is tonight. That is Jessica Springsteen. So look for her, um, in wrestling. One of my very favorite Olympians, Kayla miracle begins her Olympics tonight. And sport climbing makes its Olympic debut with men's qualifying. Adam Andra of the Czech Republic is, I don't want to call him the favorite because it's complicated. So there are three events in sport climbing. And one of them is speed climbing. And he is apparently very slow. (laughs) And the way that they calculate the winner is that they multiply your placement in each of the three events. So he will very likely place first or second in the other two events, but he could finish as low as eighth in the speed climbing and not 
necessarily metal depending on what happens. So it's interesting. The climbers are very irritated with the IOC at how they determined how to put sport climbing into the Olympics. They think that speed climbing should have been its own separate event. So we'll see. And now we're going to move on to spoilers. Like I said, quick episode today, but, um, yeah. So if you don't want any spoilers for things that were not shown in primetime last night, turn it off now. Our U.S. women's national team, soccer team, lost their match with Canada, a real heartbreaker. Canada has looked really strong. Honestly, this is not altogether surprising because the U.S. has not looked as strong as they can be. But um, they do still get to play in the bronze medal match. They will meet... Australia there. They drew against Australia earlier in the pools. So obviously on that day, they were evenly matched and we can definitely hope for a medal for the U S soccer team. Canada and Sweden will go on to play against each other for the gold medal. And both of those teams have beat the U S so it's hard to be too upset that, that those two teams get to be in the gold medal match because they did outmatch the U S still not great because I do think people kind of widely accept that the U S soccer team is the best. (laughs) So it's frustrating. Uh, I would, I would be interested to see that soccer game, but still just not great in the floor final. And this will be the vast majority of early primetime coverage tonight. I would expect Jade Carey took home the gold medal (laughs) and I am so excited for her. I, oh my gosh. I like, I, I wish I could tell you how excited I am. I love this gymnast. I have spent entire episodes dedicated to why she deserves to be in Tokyo and why people are so irritated with her. I don't care. I love her, her dad and as her coach, Jade, and her dad have been such strategists about this entire year. They've paced her really well. They've put her in competition so that she stays on her A game and gets in front of judges and works out some of those nerves, but they haven't pushed her too hard. She peaked at the right time because of pacing. There's just so many things about the way that she was coached that I am so like on board for, I'm just so impressed with. So props to Jade Carey, well-deserved gold medal, love her to bits. I, I can't even begin. There was a tie in third place. I'm not looking at the medal stand right now. And primetime, as I record this primetime starts in 39 minutes and I still have to edit. So you guys are getting a very mediocre summary of exactly what happened, but My Murakami of Japan is literally one of my favorite international gymnasts. She had been injured in 2020. And I believe that if she, if the Tokyo games had gone on as scheduled, she would not have been able to compete. And since she's Japanese, that would have been supremely heartbreaking. So I'm just really glad that she gets to go home with a medal too. But Jade Carey pumped, especially because she was in the vault final She qualified for the vault final with Simone Biles. Simone Biles obviously pulled out of that final. Michaela Skinner took over that spot for Simone. Michaela Skinner got a silver medal. And Jade Carey 
finished dead last because she stumbled on her steps in the entry to the first vault. Just a nightmare of a day for her. And so to see her come back for the four competition and just kill it. So exciting. So exciting. Anyway, that's all I have for today. I will be back tomorrow with a full recap of how Simone Biles did in this balance beam final. Cannot wait to see it. I am setting my alarm. It's actually at 4.50 a.m. So that's not too bad. 5 a.m. Eastern, you can do that. Get up with me. (laughs) Anyway, I will be back tomorrow. And you can follow me in Instagram on Instagram at the love of the games pod. And our logo was made by unfettered letters. Talk soon.